if you're doing it right, renewal is not, it's just barely a bump in the road, right? Your customer success managers know that you'll get a signature. It won't be a problem you'll know in advance. It won't be a struggle. So the customer mindset, especially from a marketing end, is constantly trying to figure out how to deliver that value to the customer to achieve their own objectives. Welcome to Hidden in Plain Sight, the enterprise revenue intelligence podcast for revenue leaders in, yes, sales, marketing, and customer success. Because we all share the same goal, revenue growth. Always more, always faster. We learn how to drive revenue as we examine real-life insights from multiple angles with human flavor since people buy from people. I am your host, Mariana Kogan, CMO and winner of the Forrester Marketing Program of the Year, and I will be joined by Art Harding, Season Revenue Leader. Hello and welcome to Hidden in Plain Sight. In this episode, we will be discussing a very interesting data point. According to PeopleAI, we know that on average in large enterprise sales, when a rep leaves a company, the accounts stall for more than 93 days before a new rep re-engages with that client. And who better to help us identify actionable insights than my new friend, Tara Pollack, who is currently the head of marketing at GetAccept. Welcome to the podcast, Tara. Thank you so much. I'm excited to be here. Let's get the ball rolling. We have 15 minutes to make this as practical and actionable as possible. You have over 15 years of experience in marketing, marketing automation, GTM planning, marketing strategy and technology, B2B lead generation, demand generation at multiple companies, so many different roles. Tell us about your journey in marketing and what does GetAccept do so that the audience can understand better where your comments are coming from. Absolutely. So I like to say I'm the intentional marketer. I have two degrees in marketing and I started in different specialist roles in my younger years and earlier in my career. And I eventually became a marketing manager and I was able to start at a little startup here. I live in Connecticut and build a entire marketing department from the ground up. So when I left, we had about 33 team members worldwide. And when I started, I had two. So quite an experience at a startup. And that's really what I love is all the changing strategy and analysis. And that's kind of what brought me here to GetAccept, to build and scale and do it all over again. So a little bit about GetAccept. We are a digital sales room platform. We like to say we are the digital sales room platform. And so what that means is we help revenue teams empower themselves to really increase their win rates by engaging and understanding their buyers. And we come in at the first opportunity through sign deal. And that's all through a digital sales room. That is very interesting. Great technology. And um, I love what you just say about the intentional marketeer, because many people start in different places. I started as an economist. I love to see how different backgrounds can get you to different places in life. Let's go back to our initial data points. So we know that when a rep leaves a company, the account stays with almost no interaction for more than 93 days. What is your experience with this data point? How do you work with it? Yes. So unfortunately, I can see why this is the average coming from people.ai with this account stalling 93 days. And I think it's something that has 
improved and it depends on the business and the alignment that really we see the evolution of go-to-market teams getting closer and closer together. So the way that Get Accept we work together is really understanding from the initial sign deal. When you get a new customer, we really want to make sure that we map every stakeholder. So in an enterprise company, there's a lot of people that are involved that are on the outskirts that are watching, that have power, that have influence, but they're not your day-to-day contacts. And I think from the beginning, knowing who this is and keeping them informed in the communication around the account and everything that your business is doing on behalf of that account is absolutely crucial. And one of those, I like to say from a marketing end, that when you do have that turn, a really good tip is also if you have those stakeholders already mapped, You can get your marketing team involved to help with communication. If you have certain reps that leave and they have a decent book of business, even if they manage, say, 10 accounts, 12 accounts, you can imagine the number of stakeholders in each one of those accounts. So now you're talking about 100 emails, 150 emails, and an individual sending those out takes a lot of time, takes a lot of effort. And that's what can stall a lot of this. So you can work with someone on your marketing team to automate an email and it can be simple and just letting them know of the changes, who they can reach out to, who's in charge of their account now. And it's a very simple but very effective way to communicate and work with customer success and marketing together for that better experience for your enterprise customer. So you're now starting to talk about customer marketing, which is always an area that is it owned by sales because there are still potentially the account owners Is it owned by customer success that is responsible for the renewal of the account? Or many times customer marketing actually sits in marketing. How do you see that almost like an org chart challenge? Yes, I can see that for sure being a challenge at a lot of companies. My experience is customer marketing. I've always had it owned by marketing in the organizations that I have worked for. However, it can be seen as almost a cross-functional. The priorities and their objectives really need to closely align with customer success and work hand-in-hand, especially on those top accounts. So the initiatives and the OKRs and the project also need to be in brainstorming sessions and discuss with customer success. And so it's really within lockstep. The reason for customer marketing, I believe, should still sit in marketing as well is because they're There's a lot of information coming from product and the ability to execute to one to many versus usually customer success, they're going one to one. I love the differentiation that you're making on that one to one to, uh, you know, versus a one to many. What have been maybe your best campaign that you've done from a marketing perspective to continue that, not only customer marketing to existing customers, but even to net new? What's been your most proud campaign? I am a huge fan of market research and thought leadership. So a campaign that I did a few years ago that was very successful to current customers as well as prospects was around very timely topic for technology and how at this point I was working for and serving more associations and nonprofits. So it was all around their buying decisions and their budget and trends that they're seeing. And so putting a survey like that into the market and then sharing the results is very fruitful when you can put it in a metric as well as storytelling fashion. 
So we were able to invite customers on and showcase what they're doing and how our technology has helped or they have really achieved a lot at their company. And since it was very neutral, it didn't really have a lot to do with our company and what we were doing for them. It was more of like the customer is the hero in the prospects. It was very, very successful that they wanted to know more about the details. And we had a lot of hand raisers and customers say like, can I actually go talk to your other customer? And so for us, from a marketing standpoint, that is the biggest compliment. If you have customers who want to really engage with other customers of yours to just understand their inside process from a just a business-to-business perspective. You mentioned something, you say a timely topic. And sometimes timely topics become a little bit complex because you have to accelerate the campaign. You might not be able to have enough time to be validating with your comms team and your executive team. How do you accelerate those timely topics in a way that, going back to what we were saying at the very beginning, it also gives you an opportunity to continue that conversation maybe when you have a gap between having one rep left and before you get into the new one, these are the kind of campaigns that, that can continue the conversation. How do you make sure that you can accelerate so the timely topic actually gets discussed in a timely manner? Great question. So when you have something that's very timely, and I'm happy that we're talking about churn because I think that is a very timely topic here with everything that's going on uh, in the economy, I think it really comes down to alignment and planning out resources internally. So if you need to have that campaign launch sooner than your marketing team is actually ready to do it, it needs to be very vocal and have a communication strategy plan across the go-to-market teams because there's probably other internal subject matter experts that can help. For example, is the VP of customer success, can they provide a quote or get you on a call with a customer or do interviews? And if you tackle it as a team, you can expedite campaigns that really need that. And at the end of the day, if everybody's aligned on the goal of what that campaign is going to do on behalf of your current customers, it's a pretty easy win for everybody to stand behind it. So you're saying that it takes a little bit more of a team. There's many more people that have to be involved to make these decisions faster rather than leaving it to a much more normal planning process. So one more thing that I wanted to ask you, what are you doing today in order to really not lose that connectivity. I think that you were mentioning really getting to know your stakeholders in this account, continue talking to them. Do you participate in the QBRs? Is this something that is discussed there? Or how do you keep that alignment with your sales team? Yeah, great question. So I think beyond mapping out the stakeholders, like I mentioned earlier, there's a couple other things from a churn perspective and just continuing that conversation and getting it expedited sooner than later is making sure that everybody understands the level of usage and engagement of that enterprise customers, all of them. And it's documented and it's shareable in a fashion that the sales team and customer success and marketing for that matter can see who are the accounts that are really using that technology. And if you don't know that internally, I bet that that customer doesn't know it as well. And so there's a lot of communication that needs to kind of be around that. Because if you have enterprise customers that are not using your technology and not engaging in it, that's the first sign that something is about to happen or something might come up. So changing kind of the narrative from a QBR perspective, I think, especially in this kind of day and age that they should be held monthly. And even if your customer 
doesn't want to meet with your team from a month to month basis, they're good on quarterly, you can still do a lot internally to help push that communication. You can send them the deck anyways. You can do email wrap up. You can send them a video of just going through it and five minutes of highlighting it. So you can still communicate to that customer, even if they're not willing to give you that hour, hour and a half kind of QBR run through. Well, which really takes you back to, I believe, something that you mentioned before, where you say, my mindset of customer marketing, it's marketing for your customer. So the sole goal of helping add value to them and their own experience and how you can help them achieve their goals. Tell me a little bit more about this mindset of being really customer-centered, because a renewal should happen because you're delivering value. Absolutely. If you're doing it right, renewal is not, it's just barely a bump in the road, right? Your customer success managers know that you'll get a signature. It won't be a problem you'll know in advance. It won't be a struggle. So the customer mindset, especially from a marketing end, is constantly trying to figure out how to deliver that value to the customer to achieve their own objectives. So most marketers think, oh, customer marketing is marketing at the customers to get them to do something that we want, expansion, upsell, try a new feature, add users, whatever that might be. But at the end of the day, if you're providing an experience that moves the needle for their business, so your customer success managers really need to know what does success look like to them and how you can help. And a lot of businesses struggle with this because it might not be scalable. But at the end of the day, you need to have a level of awareness of what it is. And is there a capacity that your company can help them with? In this effort to be much more customer-centric and have that alignment between marketing and sales, is there anything that you say, oh my God, I wish I had done it differently? Wow, <laughs> that's a good question. I would say if you're not regularly having meetings with customer success and talking about the difficult conversations and challenges that they're having with customers, then you're behind on customer experience from a sales and marketing perspective understanding the customer once they become customers. Because a lot of sales teams and a lot of marketing teams focus on new business, net new, getting them in the door. And then they're like, oh, customer success is in charge of keeping them happy. But at the end of the day, you're going to have so much insight from your customer success team that at any given time, more than half of your customers are considering a different alternative when renewal comes up. So it's like having that mindset that that customer is almost always fleeting, that they're going to churn. And so you need to really get in that mindset of really understanding what matters to the customer and making sure the sales, marketing, and customer success teams are aligned. So what basically what you're saying is never take our customers for granted and continue delivering value day by day. Love it, love it, love it. Hey, you have had these many different roles in your career. What are your recommendations for all of those who would like to follow a career like yours? Uh, that's very sweet. I would say, and this is something that I was lucky to just have, get a mentor that believes in you and you can be as transparent and honest as possible that they will give you feedback. I also think it's super important for that mentor to be inside the organization you can always find external ones. I love being an ear to anyone that I've worked with or just talking through any problems or challenges or successes. I still talk to so many people on my previous teams. It makes me happy. It's probably my favorite part of marketing is supporting other marketers. 
but it's super critical to have somebody inside an organization that is just an ear. A marketing career is very difficult. You make decisions every single day. And sometimes you make those decisions on your own. I've been there before. People think, oh, it's so great to be the person that's running the strategy or running the team or running the department, but it can be a little lonely. It's very valuable what you're saying. It's almost have that, almost like a board of directors of your career where you have your external mentors, your internal mentors, your sponsors, people that you can have different conversations so that when you're put in that place to make the decision, you feel much more comfortable. So that's very, very great advice for everybody who's listening to us. So we're running out of time. Let me just summarize your recommendations because I really find them super interesting. Number one, that intentional marketing career, I really find it interesting for a lot of the younger listeners that we have in the program. Secondly, that timely topic. I know it's a little bit hard, but as you mentioned, it's a great way of being in continuous connection with your customers and your prospects, and you're delivering value, but it does take a village to make those decisions fast enough so you can have a timely topic campaign. And then thirdly, and almost most important than anything, and I know it sounds basic, but I love the fact that you keep reminding us that it's about customer centricity. Think about your customer. Never, ever take your customer for granted. So these are great recommendations. Tara, thank you very much for joining us today. And thank you to our audience for joining us. Please share the podcast with your colleagues and comment on LinkedIn. Thank you, everybody. Thank you so much for having me. Hidden in Plain Sight, the Enterprise Revenue Intelligence Podcast is brought to you by PeopleAI. Make sure to search for Hidden in Plain Sight in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen to your podcast. Be sure to click subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. On behalf of the team here at PeopleAI, thanks a lot for listening.